Hello fellow football fans, Chris DeServo here with Inside the Hashes, and today we are joined by University of Texas mammoth of a defensive lineman and Taquan Graham. Taquan took time out of his day to open up and give Inside the Hashes and the rest of the world a look at his journey to fulfill his dream and make an NFL roster for this upcoming season. So Taquan Graham, coming out of Temple, Texas, you know, you were a big star in high school. You know, you made a name for yourself throughout the years. Um, you know, I know that the biggest, you know, accomplishment that you probably received was that Dave Campbell, Texas football, you know, super team in 2016. Can you talk about the importance of that, especially in Texas where football, you know, is one of the most important things in life out there? Um, yeah, uh, I would say, uh, pretty, pretty much after that, I kind of felt, um, before the Dave Campbell, I guess, recognition, I felt I was kind of under the radar. Uh, no one really knew about me except for, I guess, that like two, five, four area, uh, the people that just, you know, my community and stuff, they knew about me. They thought highly of me. But um, I just didn't feel like I had national recognition or recognition all across Texas yet uh, until that, until I got the accolade. And you started picking up some offers after that. It looks like you had a lot of D1 offers, you know, coming out, you know, of high school. Did that experience of having all that kind of hit you at once, you know, help you grow as a person? And how did it if it did? Um, I think, like... Throwing, uh, I think I started getting offers when I was like, uh, I think I just turned 16. Uh, it was after my sophomore season. I started getting, I, I got my first offer, I think, from TCU. And it, it kind of just started like this this big thing. And like, it just kept rolling, another offer, another offer. And it kind of was a lot to deal with. You know, coaches always calling you or texting you uh, at pretty much all times during the day. And it just... I guess trying to navigate through all that and I guess pick a school and set up unofficial visits, even official visits, you know, farther down the line of recruiting. It's like a big whirlwind of like, like big whirlwind of like stuff. Like you, you have to deal with things that you weren't used to dealing with, but at the same time, it, it was so exciting uh, just to get a new offer from a new place, just knowing that this school wanted you, that school wanted you. But I guess, like, my overall experience from all that and how it made me grow was, like, I really didn't like the recruiting process. Um, I'm not really a uh, type of person that needed, I guess, all that attention or I didn't need uh, coaches to always call or text me or do whatever. Um, I kind of just was somebody that uh, that kind of wanted to stay under the radar and not kind of just, like, put his head down and work. But um, it definitely made me... I feel like it made me grow up a little bit faster. Uh, just, you know, making your own decision, uh, making a decision on how your future goes from that point forward. Being a Texas kid, was the University of Texas always the plan? Yeah, I grew up watching Texas, but uh, I tried to I tried to give myself a fair shot with any school. Um, I was looking at CCU heavy, uh, even OU heavy. Then uh, I ultimately made that decision to, you know, go to Texas. Um, I felt like the desire to go there was too strong, and I just felt like uh, I, I just fit, I just fit uh, properly in Austin. I felt like it was a good fit, and you know, it did end up being a pretty good fit. You played defensive end mostly in high school, correct? Yeah, I played defensive end uh, pretty much all of high school. And as you went on and into Texas, you know, you kind of moved more onto the inside, but you still play a little bit on the outside. What position do you feel more comfortable in and how are you looking to play at the next level? Is there a certain spot you want to fill or are you going to kind of go wherever on they want to rotate you in? 
I think a pretty like big part of my game is that I can play multiple spots. So it's wherever they kind of want to roll me in at. But I think I'll be pretty effective, you know, rolling in at the three technique, uh, even playing a little, you know, defensive end in the, into the boundary. I think that'll be a pretty good fit too. But um, honestly, uh, just uh, going through college, I just kept getting bigger and bigger, like just naturally from year to year. And I just got heavier and it was like, it just, it just seemed like the smarter move to move the defense to tackle. I felt like I was more effective. I felt like I had my best year there. What do you think led to you putting on that weight and getting bigger and stronger? I mean, was it the University of Texas? Was it what you did yourself? Was it the meal plan that you got through Texas and getting all, you know, the ability to eat as much food as you possibly want? You know, what helped you put your body in that position to be able to grow and grow and grow and move more, you know, in the inside of the ball? Um, I definitely got to give big credit to the um, strength staff. Um, uh, incredible program that had us physically ready to play as well as um, our, our nutritionists that we had, like, surrounding us. Uh, pretty good meal plans and, um, you know, constantly lifting weights and uh, having the science to how we were lifting weights and how we were getting strong and just how we were putting on muscle at the time. Uh, I just felt like those two things together got me really prepared and made me physically grow year to year. What makes the University of Texas the top school in Texas for any – you know, recruit, whether it's around the nation or inside of Texas that wants to stay home, why should Texas be the spot? Uh, growing up playing Texas football, it's like the – it's like a – man, people refer, refer to it as the, the, the mecca of football. Um, it's like when you see the University of Texas, it's, it, it just screams football at you. It's something that, you know, Texas kid growing up, you grow up watching it. It's on TV. It's – it's in your Walmart stores. It's it's at your corner stores. Like the brand is everywhere, and it's it's hard not to it's hard not to want to be a part of that. Like a part of a such a traditional uh, college program like this, and some and a program that kind of was you know struggling for a little bit and wanting to join that program and to turn it around or play play a part in turning it around or leaving it better than how you. Uh, just leaving the program in a in a better place after you leave. It's uh it's like a big strong desire, especially from a Texas kid. Now, last season the University of Texas, you know, had a little bit of controversy with their fights on the eyes of Texas. Uh, could you give like you know maybe the fans that don't really know too much about that, you know, a little bit of insight on what the controversy was and also how you feel um, if that should still be you know the song for the university and how you feel football players should be forced to say because I know a lot of. You know, alumni from the university have come out, you know, against the song. I just kind of want to hear where your head's on that because I know it's a big, you know, it's a big thing in today's society now. Well, for all the people that don't really know about it, it was pretty much um, right before the season, pretty much, I believe, in the summer. Uh, we, like, as athletes really all across campus, not just football, uh, came up with this document pretty much saying that we wanted things to be changed, certain things on that list. And one of those things on the list was the eyes of Texas. That's something they really didn't budge on uh, because it, it, it screams tradition and they want to keep, uh, they want to keep the song for tradition purposes. And pretty much it, the controversy is that uh, people think the song songs should stay uh, regardless of it having, a, I guess, racial undertones of it. And, uh, a little, a little pushback from some alumni, and um, 
just dealing with that during the season, uh, dealing with, uh, I guess, people having different thoughts, different uh, ideas of it. Was that controversy something you guys talked about throughout the year? Um, was that something that was always on your guys' mind? And, you know, how did it play out from game one, you know, to the end of the season? Um, honestly, it really was, it really wasn't like a big topic uh, amongst the players in the locker room. Um, for most of the season, there was a certain point in the season where uh, it was controversial. Um, I felt like uh, some of the some of the stuff the media was posting uh, wasn't necessarily accurate when it came to how we were with each other in the locker room, and uh, if if we were, it, it's it's kind of difficult to say. It, it's just uh, how we were perceived, how the locker room was perceived from the outside was totally different. We were always a tight-knit group. Uh, we didn't let the song come between us, but it was something that we did have to deal with during the season. It, and it, I wouldn't say it was a damper on things, but definitely something that it took our it took our attention away from football at the time. You know, talking about perception, you know, the perception of athletes, you know, especially football players in college, is that they don't really have the brains to go behind that. You know, you're not in one of those cases. You're a two-time Big 12 honor roll student. You know, why was education so important to you, you know, throughout your college career? I think you, I guess you gotta, uh, uh, gotta start where my roots come from, which is, uh, my mother. Um, uh, I made my mother a promise that I would graduate from the University of Texas. And I did that. And, uh, she kind of was always one to push me to have, you know, good grades or to be a diligent student. Um, you know, anyone out there that's gonna listen to this podcast know that. Uh, school, college, uh, any type of higher education is not something that's easy, especially when you have other things like sports or a job or something like that going on. But it's definitely something that uh, you want. You're, you're fighting for that education. And you wanted to have, uh, you know, a higher education, you know, so someday get a good job or just to, you know, have that diploma in hand. Uh, it's, it's a big accomplishment and uh, it's something – I can probably say that I'm a graduate from the University of Texas. How were you able to balance the demand of being a full-time athlete and being a full-time student? Um, it's definitely something I had to learn along the way. Because um, my freshman year, uh, classes weren't as hard as they were when I was an upperclassman, but uh, it definitely took some adjustment. But I think something that definitely helped was, uh, like, we had mandatory eight-plus hours a week of study hall. Uh, yeah, it may have sucked at the time as a freshman, you know, to be in study hall that Sunday night after a game, but uh, it definitely helped you. It definitely helped you stay on top of your work. Um, it helped you stay on schedule, what you need to do. And so definitely give credit um, to the uh, to the, uh, the learning specialists that work with us uh, every time we're in study hall. You know, you were in a different position than a lot of people. You know, you decided to play your senior season. You wanted to graduate. But, you know, you didn't have to necessarily pay football to be able to graduate. Why was it important for you to be there for your teammates and finish out, you know, your athletic career and not only your educational career at University of Texas? Man, uh, playing three long years, of course, talking but talking about how well I was thinking before my senior season, just all the stuff that was going on, uh, you know, the COVID situation, the Aussie, Texas, um, and just honestly, it being my last year playing for, you know, the burnt orange and white, it was, uh, I thought about it probably every single day that, you know, this is my last season, this is my last shot at literally everything. And 
getting voted a captain just put, you know, the cherry on top of, like, me literally fighting every single day to, you know, just just wanting to be successful, wanting to, you know, give the school itself a, you know, Big 12 championship to win the games to, you know, to, you know, prove, prove everybody wrong that, you know, we were one of the best teams in the country. And even though our season isn't where, isn't where we wanted it to be, uh, we still did a lot of things I'm proud of. I still watched a lot of the younger guys, you know, you know, develop into the players they are right now. And I'm just so grateful for the whole senior season. And I know, I know the whole season wasn't easy, but it's definitely something that I'm glad that I stayed for. I'm glad that we fought all season long. Life's about to change for you, you know, in about a month, right? We got the draft coming up, what, April 29th? I mean, how have you been able to handle the pressure of going from being Division One athlete at the University of Texas to now I got to prepare to possibly hear my name called, you know, on ESPN or, you know, whatever streaming service you may watch an NFL draft on. I don't hold any, you know, boundaries to anyone, but what does that feel like? I mean, how have you experienced that? You know, can you put that into words for us? It's like something, something that you've been – dreaming about practically your whole life uh, since you were a little kid, which is the case for me. Uh, something that's not a reality, something that's it's, it's, it's right there in front of you, but also feels so far away at the same time. Um, I know it's like literally a month away, but it, it just feel like it's been like a lifetime, lifetime of waiting. And it's, it's definitely a, a pretty exciting thing, but I guess for the, you can say pressure slash stress comes from is from the from the unknowns, not knowing where you're gonna go, not knowing how high or how low you may go. Um, just just from the pressures of that, um, you know, trying uh, also pressures to I guess do everything right to try to take care take care of everything uh, you need to take care of it, and make and like kind of like building a team around yourself, you know, all the way down from your agents to your financial advisors. Um, even just, you know, having the right family and friends in your corner as well. Uh, I think all those things are, that kind of put that pressure on you. Those people kind of relieve you of that pressure. They help you out during this process. COVID not only made everything different, you know, for players during the season, but, you know, now the off season's coming along and we're still in the same situation. Uh, you were at the senior bowl. Can you talk about the experience you had talking to NFL coaching staffs, being in that environment, and being able to show your talents, you know, in that setting. Yeah, um, the Senior Bowl was a pretty crazy experience. Just, you know, players from all over the country, you know, uh, players that you hear about, you see on ESPN making plays, and, you know, vice versa. Uh, people that you think probably didn't even know about you or they think you didn't know about them, and y'all just, you know, I guess kind of get to, you know, connect and uh, communicate with each other about, you know, the different play styles and conferences you know, you know, a friendly, a friendly, like little argument about which conference is better, uh, just different things like that, as well as competing, you know, with the top guys uh, in the country, because that's what that game was all about. But as well as, I guess, getting coached by NFL staff, uh, getting a little taste of that, I feel like it was pretty important, not only for me, but any player that was there uh, to kind of get that taste or that experience of the league life a little bit. Um, I think that was the most important thing out of the whole experience, kind of getting a taste of, I guess, how the how the NFL works just a little bit, just a little taste. But 
uh, even during the, the whole interview process, uh, I felt like that was pretty important too. It kind of gave the guys at the senior bowl, uh, I guess a little advantage when it comes to getting in front of scouts, uh, GMs, any coaches, uh, face to face. Um, I think the whole experience uh, was a pretty great one. Just all the things that we were able to do, especially it being during this COVID time. I felt like this game was even more valuable. How do you feel you performed at the Senior Bowl? What kind of takeaways do you have of how you played throughout that week and you know when that game was on? Well, definitely my just like anyone else that was going to attend that game, uh, just trying to raise our draft stock, show what we could do. And I definitely felt like I had a solid week of practice and I had a good game. Um, just showing them that, um, uh, of course, every player has some knocks on them. Just showing them that I can do a lot of different things. I can do them very well. And that I'm a talented player and the best football is ahead of me. Um, that's what that game was all about. That was a little bit of a statement game for me, uh, showing them what I could do. University of Texas just recently had their pro day. How do you feel you progressed from your time at the Senior Bowl to having that pro day? Uh, and what are your takeaways from your pro day as well? I, I feel like I progressed pretty well uh, from when I got back uh, from the Senior Bowl to train. I felt like I just started progressing, especially with everything that I needed to do. I felt like um, I kept getting better. I kept getting faster. And um, I just felt like it was a how how – I was progressing from week to week during training. I felt like I did pretty good. And my takeaways from Pro Day, I felt like I did pretty well in Pro Day. I felt like in Pro Day, I moved very well. Uh, I tested above average on pretty much everything. And uh, I just felt like it was important to, to show how I could move and how athletic I was. Then as well as um, showing how strong I was, uh, starting with the bench press, uh, I felt like I had a pretty solid day all the way around. What has the word been like from NFL scouts and from you know coaches and teams that you've talked to? Uh, have more teams shown more interest, or have you kind of gotten a little bit of an even playing field from a bunch of teams? Um, can you reflect on that for us? Um, I definitely would say uh, I feel like it's pretty level playing field. I feel like everyone has some form of interest. I really don't know whose interest is higher than others, but I feel like after the Senior Bowl, it kind of opened people's eyes a little bit. Um, I feel like if a team had me at a certain spot. I felt like I definitely raised uh, raised my draft stock in a way uh, after that game, by the way I performed and the way that I interviewed. And uh, I just felt like, um, I guess my value increased after that game, uh, maybe even after Pro Day as well. Are you a Cowboys or a Texans fan? I mean, who's your NFL team? I really don't have a favorite NFL team, honestly. I never really have since I got into college, but uh, my family, they were Cowboys fans. Um, so I grew up watching the Cowboys and the you know, University of Texas Longhorns. Uh, those are the two teams I grew up watching ever since I was a kid. Would you welcome a change of scenery? I mean, going out of Texas? I would welcome any opportunity, any opportunity that's given to me. Um, I feel like at this stage and point in my life, I can't really be con too concerned about, you know, like the scenery and uh, what's, what environment I may or may not be in. Um, I got I to gotta focus on ball, especially my rookie year. There's going to be a lot of things coming at me at once, and uh, I just want to be as prepared as possible for that. What kind of impact can you make at the NFL level? I feel like the sky's the limit for me. I just feel like I need to come in prepared and ready. Um, I feel like I can adapt to different situations, and, and I feel like I can play different techniques. So 
I feel like the impact I can have, um, I can't really put a measurement on that, but I definitely can help uh, any team uh, that wants to, you know, draft me in any situation and that uh, probably any of those four different spots on the line. So I feel like I'm a pretty uh, valuable piece when it comes to that. What kind of player will they be bringing in? A hardworking, uh, versatile player, um, someone, that, someone that's going to get better from week to week. What about from a teammate standpoint? Are you a team guy? Big team guy, and uh, they're going to get a great teammate, someone that's accountable, uh, accountable for their actions and pretty reliable. How important is it going to be for you to set a tone, you know, as soon as you step on that practice field for whatever NFL team, you know, decides to take you uh, in the draft or whether it be after the draft, no matter what decision plays out? I would say with your effort, uh, you need to show a high motor, high effort uh, from play to play. And, uh, of course, uh, just working hard in general. I feel like that always what gets people's attention. You talked about graduating and how important that was for you. Have you put any thought into how you might use that? education well maybe while you're playing football or maybe after football because obviously football is not the end game you know, there's always life after football how are you looking to use your education you know and not just your athletic capabilities at the next level uh maybe after football i'll go into something around uh, sports media marketing um that's something i was always interested in uh something i gained i gained that interest uh, in college with a couple of internships i did uh, so maybe hopefully one day, uh, I don't know how far along, how far along down, uh, my career that I might have to do that, but, uh, we'll see, but that's something I'm definitely interested in. Taquan, it's been awesome really talking to you. I really do appreciate you taking the time, you know, let me in inside the hashes, get to learn about not only the player you are, but the person you are. You got a great head on your shoulders, man. I look forward to seeing, you know, what your future entails. Uh, I got a feeling like you might hear your name called on draft day, but even not, man, I feel like you're still going to make a name for yourself in the NFL no matter what. Um, I look forward to seeing, you know, what life's got in store for you, man. I'd like to once again thank Taquan Graham for taking some time to talk some football with us today and wish him nothing but the best in reaching his dream to join one lucky team's NFL roster. Check out Inside the Hashes for more player interviews like this one on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor, and other streaming services. You can also check out our Twitter and Instagram at Inside the Hashes or visit our website, InsideTheHashes.com, to learn more about the X and O's of the company.